The Game Guys Podcast. Hey, Welcome we back. He's James and I'm Josh. Yeah, well, James is my not fun name. My fun name is Hunter. And uh, this is what, our fifth episode? Uh, I think. Good question. Why don't you? Can't, should one of us check that really quick, James? <sighs> um, no, it doesn't really matter, Joshua. Uh, but we do, what does matter is that we do have a lot to talk about today. Uh, mm-hmm. PS5 showcase happened like right before we recorded this. Uh, Xbox price and release date was revealed. Then we've got our review of Pro Skater. Um, I've, I'm going to give my first impressions of Battle for Bikini Bottom because we didn't do that when it first came out. Um, then we have the fandom announcements and a couple of more uh, game announcements that we're going to talk about. But before we do any of that, what have you been playing recently, Josh? Recently, I've played a little bit of Pro Skater 1 and 2. You've played more than I have. I almost definitely. Yeah, you 100% of the game now, right? No. You oh. can't. It there there's so much to do in that game. There's it's mm-hmm. almost impossible to 100% it, at least in the, the since it's came out in the time frame since it's came out. Well, if you have no life, then maybe. But anyways, I got the I've played Mafia 2, the Definitive Edition. That was interesting. I don't know if I'm going to play the DLCs, because I looked those up. The main one that I would play is like eight hours, which is two-thirds of the main game length. Mm-hmm. So, uh, did you enjoy it? Was it a good experience? I mean... Yeah, sure. I played it when I was younger, about the time when it first came out, because I got it in, on disc in one of those like three-pack collections. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? For 360. Yeah. So I didn't really remember it. I right. remembered the basics of it. You know, uh, Vito Scaletta, he was in World War II because he got caught stealing, and he was Italian. Then he was discharged, and then he joined the Mafia. I assume that he was African with a name like Vito. I would have never guessed Italian. Italian. Would have never guessed. Mm, you, know, you know what they say, when in 1980s Brooklyn. <laughs> Gosh, I, you're never going to let me live that down. No, the game doesn't even take place in the 1980s. It doesn't even take place in Brooklyn, I think. I just didn't want to let you live that down. I'm going to remember that forever. Oh, man. That's actually fair. Um... Uh, yeah, I've been looking into the Mafia collection mainly because of the definitive edition. It's making me want to get back into it, and I like crime games. Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, thank you for asking, Josh. I've been playing uh, a lot of Pro Skater, um, mm-hmm. like way too much, and. I've also been playing a little bit of Battle for Bikini Bottom. I got that yesterday, and I'm a few levels in. So been enjoying nice. b- both of those. I've got my thoughts on those that I'll talk about later on. 
Here's a question for Battle for Bikini Bottom really quick. Uh, you can play as different characters, right? I know SpongeBob and Patrick. Mm-hmm. But before you go into each level, do you pick what character you play as, or is that already predetermined? Um, so it sort of depends. Um, I'll go into more detail whenever we whenever we get to to that part of the show. But uh, you can play as SpongeBob, Patrick, or Sandy, and throughout each level there are bus stops, and you can switch characters at the bus stops. Ah, okay. But each character has special abilities, so I would you might need a you might need a char- a certain character for a certain part of a level. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll go into more detail on that later. Um, our biggest news story of the day, obviously, is the PS5 showcase. Just finished, Indeed. and there were a ton of announcements. Uh, some super exciting, some not so exciting, and some expected. Uh, so obviously, the big announcement was that we finally have a price and release date. We do. Uh, uh, say, I don't know. Do you think they would have announced the price and release date in this if Xbox didn't announce theirs earlier? I almost definitely. Mm-hmm. Because yet last week uh, they tweeted out, or I don't know if they tweeted or whatever, but they said that um, they weren't gonna. They were gonna focus on PSVR, so no PS5 news that week which kind of hinted at something the next week, which is this. And then, so Xbox announced the price and release date after they've said that. So I think they already had it in there, like they already had decided that they were going to announce it at the showcase. Mm -hmm. Uh, That being said, I still don't know that they knew what the price would be. Yeah, because I'm not mistaken, they said they wanted to undercut Xbox, right? Well, it's, it was assumed, mm-hmm. but I think that they had a lot of different scenarios planned out for whatever Microsoft would have announced. So that way, as soon as Microsoft announced, they could just uh, run with the scenario that they had already worked on. But th- they have announced it. It's four ninety nine for the standard, three ninety nine for the digital edition. And they both released November 13th. November 13th. Yeah. Mark your calendars, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and so the standard PS5 is the same price as the Series X. The digital PS5 is $100 more than the... uh, You mean less? No, $100 more than the Series S. Oh. So... There's there's a fun little comparison to make. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously that was that was the big reveal that people have been wanting. Uh, some people think that they waited way too long, myself included. Not for any particular reason. I just wanted to know. <laughs> um, but there were also some games shown off at the showcase. Obviously, we got the Final Fantasy 16 announcement. It got a really? full reveal. Both gameplay footage and cinematics shown. I'm going to watch that after this. It's called Final Fantasy 16 Awakening and features a brand new cast of characters just like its predecessor. 
Now, does it look like it plays the same as 15, or does it look like it plays the same as the ones before 15, where it's turn-based strategy, all that? Um, I honestly, I've not played 15. It's on my backlog. But I do know what you're saying. It does look a little bit more real-time just from the uh, gameplay segments that were shown. Gotcha. Um, Then, if you like that one, you'll really like this one. Uh, God of War 2, Ragnarok was revealed. Did they give a release date? So, they pretty much gave nothing. They should, like. Do you remember uh, the Metroid Prime Four reveal? Vaguely, it was just like the logo. Uh, that that's pretty much what this was. Forgot it come, we just got the name and that's it. Yeah, and a logo, but it is coming sometime in twenty twenty one. So that's like soon. Yeah. It's like next year soon. Right. Well, it's like a couple of months soon. At the least. Do you know what this means? What? This means I'm excited. Yeah. I figured. I might replay God of War now. I might actually put the God of War game in my PlayStation for the first time. (laughs) No. I bought it on sale a long time ago, but I also bought like five other games on sale and I've been playing those. What are the other games? So I can assess. Horizon has been what I've really been playing. There was also uh, DMC, Mm -hmm. um, the Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, Nioh, I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm not going to pretend like I do. I haven't played that one yet either. I've mainly been playing Horizon, and then uh, Pro Skater came out. Mm. Speaking of Kingdom Hearts, though, it looks like an interest. I've never played it, but it looks like an interesting franchise. But there's like 13 different games, right? Uh, In total, I, sort of. I mean, they aren't real. They're only three main games. Mm-hmm. But there are a yeah, bunch of side games. games and expansions and stuff. And if I'm not mistaken, the side games and expansions kind of make the story more clear or whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right. What's next? Then we also got seven minutes worth of gameplay for Miles Morales which looks really cool and amazing I have to stop this I'm gonna I'm watching God of War and Miles Morales and Final Fantasy 6 oh wait there's nothing for God of War so I'm gonna watch Miles Morales and Final Fantasy 16 once you're done with this I'm excited so Miles Morales looks Incredible on PS5. Um, and you can probably guess what I'm gonna do with that game. I'm probably gonna 100% like I did with Spider-Man for the PS4. You kind of have to. 
you have an obligation to. Yeah, I just had I just loved Spider Man for the PS4, and I it, was fine with replaying it a lot. It, it, yeah. Watching the combat, it looks like they've kept everything that made the first one great. Okay, which is good because you don't want to have like a major overhaul and right. control. It looks super, the combat looks super smooth and looks like it feels really cool to play. And okay. it also looks amazing. I just have questions about some of the combat. Like, so you played Spider-Man PS4. So you know that Peter Parker, Spider-Man, has different gadgets and stuff that he can use in a fight, like the web bomb, the gravity thing, impact right. web, taser rubs. Here's my question. Does Miles have all of that stuff as well? Or does he have I don't know if he gadgets. And I don't know if he has to, the same ones. But here's two other questions. He has two powers that Peter Parker doesn't. He can kind of camouflage himself, and he can generate electricity around his hands, pretty much. Can you use those? I'm yes. Also interested. All right. I think so. I might be mistaken. You'll have to watch it on your own because. Uh, I I was only sort of half paying attention to the uh, the gameplay mm-hmm. because I was doing something else at the time. But I'm pretty sure at least the electric part was an element to it. Um, next game, Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy announcement. A brand new Harry Potter RPG. Here's the thing, though. It's set in the 1800s. Oh, so... So you don't play as Harry Potter. Yeah. So based off of my very limited knowledge of Harry Potter, uh, I've only read the first two books and seen the movies. But anyways, wasn't it founded in, like, the 1800s? I have no idea. I could be I've wrong. seen all the movies and I've read some of the books, but like I haven't watched a Harry Potter movie since at least middle school, if not oh, like grade here. school. I watched, so I really don't remember. I think the last one came out when we were in middle school. So I saw that. In you're right. No, so I haven't watched one since middle school, really. I thought you were talking about the books. The, the last book came out when uh, we were in middle school. And it it wasn't even really a Harry Potter book. It was uh, The Cursed Child. It was a play, and it was about uh, Harry Potter's son. Yeah. I think. I can't even remember it. So based, off, it, based but, off of it being set in the 1800s, I can only have like two guesses as to what it is. One is <laughs> that it's the Founders... Because I know it had like four founders and the houses are named after them, but I don't know if it was founded in the 1800s. Or it's Merlin, because he was like pretty important, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think everything with like Lord Voldemort and Tom Riddle was after 1800s, so I doubt that. I don't know. I don't know enough about Harry Potter. What's the next thing? Um, Resident Evil Village trailer. Came out a new trailer. Uh, definitely really excited for this one. There's a little bit of a fairy tale element to it, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's either really risky or it, it is really risky. It could either go horribly for them or it could pay off 
immensely. So we'll just have to see how that goes. I'm excited for that one. I hope we get a VR one or a VR version. Uh, you have any thoughts on it? I've never really played any of the Resident Evil games, so they look fun and interesting. I might have to get into them. I do know mm. a, some about the story, about the Umbrella Corporation and everything. But yeah. Listen, when the pandemic's game. over, you need to come over and play uh, Resident Evil 7 in VR. Can you tell everyone listening about your first experience with that game in the demo? Uh, I screamed. Mm-hmm. Like really loud. Yeah. And scared everyone in my house. Is that what it was? I can't even really yeah. remember. And then, according to you, you took off the headset and just didn't play it for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I took off the headset. I don't remember for how long. Maybe for like a week or so and then came back mm-hmm. to it and I played it. I played it through the demo just like on the screen, not in yeah. VR. Then once I knew where everything was and all the jump scares were, I went back and played it in VR. That takes all the fun out of it, honey. Well, then once I could handle that, um, well, I did like different, there were endings to the demo, so I did the different endings in VR, but I did play the whole game in VR. I did not play any of it on the screen. So right. I'm proud of myself. I, I haven't played the play I haven't played the DLCs. If I actually come over and play it in VR, we have to like hook up a heart monitor to make we don't have a heart monitor. No. But imagine if we did. Yeah. All right. Resident um, Evil. Was that the last thing or was there more? Oh, there's more. Oh, good. Uh, Black Ops Cold War gameplay. Mm-hmm. And there's a free alpha starting Friday. This Friday. So what's on the game PS4. So it look like? Just like a, a Call of Duty game, game I mean. Game? Not Black Ops. It, Call of Duty game? Yeah, pretty much. That's what I thought. It does look really, really good on PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, That's got to but yeah, it, it looks about how you would expect a Call of Duty game to look. It, it is really smooth. Yeah. It has like an element of... I don't know. I don't know. It just looks good. Yeah. Speaking of next-gen consoles, really quick, I just remember this. Once the PS5 comes... Oh, wait, no. Okay. This is back before we found out it was November 13th. I had a serious thought about this because we didn't know when it was coming out. It just said holiday 2020. So I figured it was coming out after like Cyberpunk and Assassin's Creed Valhalla and then Miles Morales was coming out with it. I was mm-hmm. going to have to sit down and have a serious just like thought process of what the... Okay, we, we, uh, we cut out a little bit there. Uh, my audio recording thingy crashed, so... I'm just going to go back. Uh, That was funny. Um, I'm just going to go back and list through the uh, rest of the showcase because there was nothing super interesting anyways. Um, So we got gameplay for the Demon's Souls remake. I'm excited for that. We got the release window announcement for Deathloop uh, late next spring. I'm excited for that game. Oddworld Soulstorm. Um... 
we talked about how we wanted to, or how I wanted to get into the odd world games. Um, and there's six of them with soul, including this one. Yeah. And the first one came out, I think it was 97. Uh, yeah. It came out on yeah. PS one. So yeah. Uh, we got a trailer for Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. Which is uh, interesting, because I thought they were done with Five Nights at Freddy's. Well, it's a time console exclusive uh, to PS4 and PS5. It'll be releasing on other platforms three months later. Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition uh, runs at 120 frames per second. Um, and it has a one point or a, a turbo mode that lets you play it at 1.2 times the usual speed. So that's pretty interesting. Fortnite PS5 optimization at launch, and then the PlayStation Plus collection is about where we crashed. I was listing off the games. So basically what the PS Plus collection is, is um, a bunch of first and third party games that you get, that PS Plus members get for free uh, when the PS5 launches. So the games are God of War, Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted 4, Battlefield 1, Monster Hunter World, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15, Last Guardian, Ratchet and Clank, Infamous Second Son, Days Gone, Bloodborne, Detroit Become Human, Batman Arkham Knight, Mortal Kombat X, Persona 5, Until Dawn, and Resident Evil 7. Okay, all of that is really interesting because yeah. some of those are games I want to play. Like Persona Five, I've looked into. I think yes. Well, it's coming. Yeah, out. I want to play that one too. Yeah, you're gonna play Monster Hunter World with me. We had this conversation. Yeah, same with yeah. Days Gone and Bloodborne. By the way, mm-hmm. I've wanted to play those too. And yeah. Last Guardian. I don't think I've heard of Last Guardian, but I'm trying to think. Until Dawn was like something that came out with launch for PS4 or around launch and it was an earlier game at least yeah it was earlier when it came out like I didn't have a PS4 I didn't need a PS4 until like two years after it came out I think I don't know but mm-hmm. I thought I watched the gameplay for it and because I like those kind of games where it's story and everything all that big fan of what Telltale did and they're moving on I thought it was interesting, so I watched all the gameplay for it and everything. Then I got my PS4, and I'm like, man, I'd get this, but I already know all the gameplay and stuff. But then Detroit Became Human, I played through that once. I enjoyed it. I just didn't want to play through it a second time. Right. Yeah, I I haven't played through it, but it's been on my list. So You want to borrow it? Maybe, or maybe I'll just wait till November because I've got enough games that I bought and haven't played. Yeah, for the point. So that's definitely really exciting. Uh, Then on the opposite end of the spectrum, oh yeah, the opposite end of the spectrum, the Xbox price and release date uh, was revealed. Well, Mm -hmm. wait, hold on. Give me just a second to pull this up. Okay, so I don't... Oh, yeah, okay, here. The release date for the Series X... PlayStation opens up or no? Tomorrow. They do? At certain retailers, yeah. They haven't said which ones. Okay. 
Um, I assume that their website will be one of them. Maybe yeah, GameStop might be another. Yeah. Um, the Series X price is seven hundred forty-nine dollars. What? In Australia, I wanted to see your reaction. No, it's four ninety-nine in the U.S. <laughs> okay, I was about to. If the, okay, I thought that was insanely. <laughs> Uh, that being said, though, the Series S, which is also launching November 10th, is uh, launching at a lower $299 price. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between the Series S and Series X again? Uh, Series S is smaller. It's less powerful. Mm-hmm. It looks really ugly. It looks like mm-hmm. a, a subwoofer. <laughs> um, is it strictly digital? Uh, I believe so. That's what I'm trying to find out. It does run 12, 120 FPS and 4K resolution. Well, you look that up. I'm going to talk about what they're doing with the price and how they have the whole installment plan. So what Xbox is doing with... It's all digital. That's what I thought. So what Xbox is doing with the Series X, if you don't want to shell out the $500 the day you get it then they have this installment plan where you pay what is it 25 a month for two years i don't know something like that and that is just the installment plan you pay for the xbox over the course of two years with i think 25 dollars a month i could be wrong but if i'm not mistaken while you're paying that that also pays for like your gold and stuff as well yeah and game pass yeah, so that's not a bad deal, in my opinion, right. I think. So PlayStation has... Um, the GameStop's doing installments for PlayStation 2. Uh, mm-hmm. Four payments over six weeks. Uh, I thought about doing that, but, you know, I, I don't know if it would show up on a credit report, but I don't know that I want my credit to show that I uh, had to pay for a video game console in installments. So, but they are doing layaway Mm -hmm. and uh, a rent own. So there's some other cheaper options or not cheaper, but you know, easier ways to pay. Mm -hmm. Um, then the next item on the list is the Pro Skater Review. I'm really excited for this. I want to hear your thoughts on it, first of all, because you know what I think about it. Yeah. First off, let me just say, Hunter's played it a lot more than me. So I'm not going to deny that, yeah. Yeah, so his view and opinions will be more... Uh, Words are hard out. to think of. Yeah, and exciting than what mine will be. But so far, I've liked it. It's a, Since you've played it more than I have, you're used to the controls by now, but I have not played it nearly as much as you. So whenever I do play it, it takes me minutes to get the hang of the controls again. Mm-hmm. What, which, for the most part, I have the hang of. If I play it more, then I'll get the hang of it better. But I like it. The controls are fine. 
I've so, had fun with what I have played of it. So I mm-hmm. I do want to say that I am also really dumb. <laughs> so <Hell>. like <laughs> some of the base elements of the game, it took me forever to feel to figure out like manuals using manuals to extend your uh, combos. Hunter, they I didn't that figure before. that out. I didn't. Yeah, but I didn't figure out that it was actually a good method to use until like 30 hours in I'd say if not more and it was such like a a game changing moment for me because I remember like staying up literally all night trying to get the uh, 6 score for the mall level Mm -hmm. because I was not using manuals (laughs) so it was it was just a crazy moment of realization that I could like triple my score really really easily so so did you just not pay attention in this tutorial when it said that no i played attention i paid attention to the tutorial it's just that i guess there was so much in the tutorial that the manuals were like an easy part of it and i i didn't think about applying it to combos like just one after the other I don't know. Uh, one thing I will say is that the multiplayer needs some work because I've we played we played multiplayer together. Yeah, maybe twice. I don't know, but we played once. Yeah, and it was pretty boring. Like, yeah. did you feel the same? Yeah, but there is split screen multiplayer. That is more exciting because there are uh, there's a free skate mode. There's like a horse game. Um, there's a tag game, and there are all the the same modes that are on the online multiplayer, like the graffiti, the combo one. Um, so I don't understand why you can't make private matches with your online friends and play those game modes, because that would be so much fun. So much more fun than just joining an online game with your friend. Yeah. Because I I have played the split-screen multiplayer with Ethan, and it it was really fun for me. At least he didn't like it, but I didn't expect him to. I just wanted to play it with someone. Uh. So that's that's definitely one of the flaws of the game, but it is so fun. That's the biggest thing about this game is that it's just so addicting because it feels you feel so cool, uh, you know, just skating around doing. Is it your favorite game of twenty twenty? It's my. It's probably honestly my favorite game, and I'm I'm heavily weighing this in my head. It might be my all-time favorite game. Really? Yeah. Okay. Give me wow. give me another month and I'll be able to tell you because it's tied with New Horizons right now. Mm. I I want to see because New Horizons the excitement wore off after about a month of playing it nonstop. So just give me Horizon uh, Zero Dawn. No, New Horizons Animal oh. Crossing. Oh yeah. Okay, I forgot. You're a huge Animal Crossing fan. Yeah, so this is 
kind of crazy for me to say this, but it might beat out Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Because I haven't played Animal Crossing since like May. And you were it's so been a while. For it. I well, and then I put three hundred hours into it on in the first month. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. And so it kind of wore itself out for me. And then going back to it, I would go back for the first couple of months and, you know, catch every fish and uh, bug that that was new that month. And uh, it just got tedious. So I kind of quit playing it. But did you check I don't, the swimming thing now? Because I know they added that. I haven't checked that. Nope, that's the thing. I've had no interest uh, in going back to it. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, because normally that would have me like super excited, but I don't know. I mean, there's just been... I don't know why I haven't checked it out. I was excited for the update when they announced it, but... Mm-hmm. Then you just didn't check it out. No, I haven't. I was going to go back and play it the other day, but I didn't. I ended up playing Tony Hawk instead, so. Uh, but yeah, this this might be number one all time. Like I said, though, give me another month and we'll see if it wears off. I was going to say, I don't even know what my all-time favorite game might be. I'd have to heavily think about that. It is very rare that I get a game that I can just sit down and play for like hours, hours. and hours. And for for days at a time. Like play for hours a day, every day, and not get bored of it, and I still want to come back to it. Because I might be that way when things like uh, Valhalla or Cyberpunk or Miles Morales come out. Yeah. So well, even even like Horizon, mm-hmm. like when I was playing, and I still haven't finished it because uh, I was almost done with it whenever uh, Pro Skater came out. Um. But even that, it started to get tedious going back. And I love the game, but it, it did start to get tedious going back and trying to finish the game just because it it was uh, getting a little bit repetitive mm-hmm. to me. Like, I wanted to know what happened in the story, but, you know, it's it's not very often that a game can make me come back wanting more after like the first hundred hours. And I guarantee you I'd put a hundred hours into Tony Hawk. Guarantee. Can you check? If no, but uh-huh. not that I know of. There there isn't a way to check on the PS4 natively. There might be in the game, but I don't know. I hope they add that with PS5. I'm just throwing that out there. Me too. Um to- I remember I told you back when I first got Witcher, I had put three days into it worth of real mm-hmm. world time. And you found that crazy. And then I hear you talking about New Horizons and Tony Hawk. And I'm like, yeah, and three days was crazy. Yeah, but that was within how long? How long did you have it? A uh, month. Yeah. Well, no, that's <laughs> okay. That's fair. There was a game that you got. Yeah, then then that is what I'm thinking about. You had like three days worth in like a week. A month. 
I just okay, said maybe I got I'm misremembering. Thanksgiving break. In the maybe I'm misremembering it though. Then yeah. All right, moving on. But yes, Pro Skater is amazing. It is so much fun to play. And the reason that I keep coming back for more is the challenges. There are so many challenges uh, to do. So how many how many skaters are in the game? Let me let me look that up. Well, uh, so there's your custom skater. Hot guy might be in there. I'm not sure. Uh, I might have to Google that. I don't. I don't think he's in there. Yeah. Well, I'm not getting any answers. It's just uh, <laughs> what skaters were in Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Does it say there? There are a lot of skaters. Um, it says it in the game, but I can look because I have my PlayStation on and the disc in. So I'll look really quick while we move on or keep talking about this. You put. Uh, actually, give me just like a, a few more seconds. Because I almost have it pulled up. Okay, here. It says that there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 skaters in the game. Uh not counting like the secret skaters that you can unlock. Um, 21 skaters that have about 20 challenges each around 20 challenges each. I think that there's about 21 for like, I just finished Jamie Thomas and I think he had 21. I don't remember the others. And then there's the, uh, your uh, custom skater, and I don't remember how many challenges he has, but there are a ton of challenges for that. Then there are challenges, there are uh, platinum scores for every skate park. Then there are get there's, which is like you have to chain a bunch of gaps together in one combo. Then there are all the gaps that you can collect, and I'm really close to collecting all the gaps. I just have a few more in Skate Heaven. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a ton of stuff to do. Uh, and then they're not, not even like mentioning the create a park and like you can play people's parks that they've made online, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. Um, and then there are challenges that come with that. So there is so much to do in this game. And had it just been uh, just the goals for each park, I would have been done with it like the second day. Yeah. But, gosh, it's so much fun. I think you sent me a picture like the second or third day after it was out. And you had 100% in Tony, in like the little progress bar, the tour progress, and Pro Skater 1, Pro Skater 2, and the ranked and free skate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the ranked and free skate. That was what I was forgetting. There's also a speed run mode. 
So you know all the goals in each uh, park? The speed run is basically, it, there's a timer and you have to finish all the goals. Then there are par times for each park um, and challenges based on that. Uh, then there's what there's free skate and single sessions that you can do then there are trick challenges like you have to do certain tricks and each challenge gives you money and xp and you can level up what level are you on i'm level nine okay so i'm like level 61 Mm -hmm. so that should show you about how much i've played and it takes longer and longer to level up the more you level up so but uh, and the the money to buy like outfits and skateboard decks and each skater has their own skateboard decks that you can unlock with uh, the challenges so like tony hawk has birdhouse skateboards um there are a ton of a ton of stuff there's a ton of stuff to unlock and uh yeah i just love it this is yeah, I, I'm going to have to wait a little bit to see if it's my favorite of all time, but it very well could be. If not, then it's at least number two. Okay. Um, so do you have any final thoughts on it? Uh, I think you said everything about the game, Hunter. Yeah, I, I'm very excited about this game. I get a little bit too excited sometimes. Like, okay, you want to know the reason that I wasn't really paying attention to the PS5 showcase? You were flying Pro Skater, weren't you? Yes. I was trying oh. to get the few, the last few challenges done for, uh, for Jamie Thomas. Mm. All right. So, uh, then I'm going to go over a little bit. Um, I, I, I completely butchered what I was trying to say. I am going to go over my first impressions for Battle for Bikini Bottom because I just started playing that yesterday. Um, I'm liking it. Uh, one of the complaints that I have is that it's really, really, really buggy. I think I've like, heard that. Super buggy. It's insane. I think I heard people talking about that when it first came out. Yeah, well, and it came out in June. Almost you think they would a month ago. Now? Well, no, this is September, so it's been Hunter, you said almost two months. So June, June 23rd. July, August. Okay, yeah, oh, almost. Holy crap, that's three months. Almost three months. It doesn't seem, yeah, a few days away from three months, but mm-hmm. wow. So I'm looking at the reviews. It has a 10 out of 10 on Steam, but a 5 out of 10 on IGN. But I thought it was better received. Huh. But it is a very fun game. Um, it's I'd compare it to Mario Odyssey and like the way that the game's structured, where it, I like to call it like a linear open world. Yeah. Um, so there are levels and stuff, but you you're kind of free to do the levels at your own pace and kind of explore. You would real an aspect of the game that you would really like is it's it's got like a collectathon aspect to it. Mm-hmm. 
So there is a lot to collect. Like you have to collect golden spatulas. There are golden spatulas hidden in every level. Then Patrick's socks are hidden in every level. Um, and then you can trade Patrick's socks in for spatulas. So that's okay. that's one of the more redeeming qualities of the game. Because yesterday when I when I started to play it, I beat the first couple levels and then I started mm. to get bored. Well, not really the first couple levels. I beat the tutorial level and then the first level. Yeah. Then I started to get bored and I looked at the map and I realized that I had missed a bunch of golden spatulas. So um, I was about to quit, but I went back and found all the golden spatulas and that right. like extended my game time for like 10 minutes. So yeah, my uh, my verdict for this game is it is very fun and everyone should play it. Well, not everyone, but I should play it more after we finish recording, which is what I'm going to do. Okay, uh, next is uh, Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad. So last yes. time that we recorded, we knew a little bit about Gotham Knights. We knew almost nothing about Suicide Squad. Just some speculation about Gotham Knights as well. Just rumors we've heard. Suicide Squad, we knew it was going to be a game. We just didn't know any type of story or anything. Mm-hmm. And I actually watched the entirety of the DC fandom. Not the entirety, because after the... Because it was a 24-hour event, but after the first half, pretty much, they kind of just started repeating it. So I watched the first half of it, which was one run-through. But anyways... Mm-hmm. They talked about Gotham Knights first. I can't find my notes on it, so I'm going off of what I remember, which is probably a bit. So, I'm really excited for both of them. But Gotham Knights, we know that Batman is dead. That's how it starts off. He sends out, I think it was Code Black to to Red Hood, Jason Todd, Nightwing, Dick Grayson, Batgirl, Barbara Gordon, and Robin, Tim Drake. And those are the four playable characters. I remember once it showed the four playable characters and everything, the minute it got to Nightwing, who I think was second, I texted you and I'm like, I called dibs on Nightwing. Yeah, I'm probably going to play as Red Hood. Mm -hmm. Or Batgirl. Just forgetting about Robin? Yes. All right. And then... But, yeah. He sends out a code black. Everyone knows that he's dead. I think they also know that he's Bruce Wayne. I can't remember. It's been a minute since I've seen the trailer. And they kind of react to it. He talks about how the police haven't really trusted them since Jim Gordon died. Yeah. And that's when it kind of cuts to Batgirl. And she's in the tower and everything. And we can see her wheelchair. So this obviously takes place after or some variation of the killing joke has happened. So Joker showed up and shot her and she was bound to a wheelchair for a bit and she was Oracle. So we know that happens a bit. Some variation. Maybe not the exact one from the comics, but it does. And... Where was I? Oh, yeah, talking about that. 
He's the talks about the Batcave collapsing. Alfred's fine. He kind of leaves them. I think it was some hotel that has everything they'll need. Some mm-hmm. of the stuff might be outdated, but let's be honest, he's Batman. So outdated for him isn't necessarily the same as outdated for us. Right. So they should be doing fine. Looks like the Court of Owls will be the main sort of big bad in the game. Mm-hmm. But not limited to them, because in the gameplay trailer we saw for it, it was Batgirl and Robin, and they were fighting Mr. Freeze. Some of the mechanics look similar to that of the Arkham games. You watched the gameplay trailer for it, right? Yeah. Yeah, so do you agree with me when I say that? Some of the gameplay mechanics look similar to that? Yeah. Uh, I'm mainly thinking of grappling. Yeah. But from what I saw in the gameplay trailer, it looks like it might be a bit of an open world game, which is... Yeah, it is. Exciting. Mm -hmm. Because it started off from... Oh, go ahead. There are uh, five distinct bureaus in uh, Gotham's in Gotham City. And it's an open world. Alright. Looks like each person has some type of motorcycle, bicycle, whatever you want to call it, to mm-hmm. go around Gotham on. And it looks like your friends can just hop in at any time if you want them to. Because it started off Matt Girl's perspective and it said that Robin was joining. It also looks like you can change their costumes because in the just initial trailer and at the start of the gameplay trailer, he was wearing what would be the default Robin costume, I assume, for Tim Drake in the game. And then he changed to something that looked more like the uh, Red Robin suit. For, and for those of you who don't know, Red Robin is who Tim Drake kind of becomes after he leaves Batman and goes out on his own and takes up his own mantle, becomes his own hero, becomes Red Robin. And then Damian Wayne takes up after him. But Damian Wayne isn't in this. So it looks like you can change their costumes. We know that, which brings up the question of what costumes will they have? Will there be others for Robin? Will there be some for Red Hood? And I was talking about this with you earlier, Hunter. I think one of the costumes for Red Hood might be like, you know, the classic Red Hood costume of the suit with the bow tie, kind of the little red helmet that's oval-ish. I don't know. It has a cape. That might be one. It'd be interesting to see Jason Todd in that, though. And then Nightwing. I want to see the like the New Earth stuff, New Earth costumes. Mm-hmm. Nightwing. We saw that he has kind of like his, you know, basic black and blue, which is always good. But I'm thinking we might be seeing his new 52 one as well, which is the black and red. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. That will probably be one. I think you're right about that. I think his classic costume will be one as well, which would be interesting to see. And then that girl, I'm not too sure. I don't know what might be there for that. But I'm excited for Gotham Knights. I've kind of gone on a ramble about this. What are your thoughts on it, Hunter? I'm definitely excited for it. It it does look really fun, and I'm ex- like I I probably wouldn't be as excited for it if it was single player. But yeah, I am really excited for it. Um, you know what I'm even more excited for? Suicide Squad. Yes. 
and I did find the notes that I took for Suicide Squad. I Please read them. I will. I'm looking so, at the trailer right now. So It looks like the characters include that you can play as, maybe not limited to. There might be DLCs and uh, newer characters. But from what we saw in the trailer, it is Harley Quinn. I know you're excited for that. Am I wrong? You do like Harley Quinn. No. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not wrong. I think you said you were going to be playing as her in the game. Probably. Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, and King Shark. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about their weapons and abilities before I get into the story of it. So we didn't get a gameplay trailer, but we got a cinematic trailer. So kind of just going off of the cinematic trailer... It looks like they each have a type of movement, and I say that, like, specific to them, and they each have their own weapon. So Harley Quinn, she has a grappling hook that she can use to traverse with what it looks like in the trailer. And then Deadshot has a jetpack. Captain Boomerang looks like he can teleport to wherever he threw a boomerang, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So he throws it and then can teleport to it. Because in the trailer, it showed him throwing it and then teleporting right to it and then shooting an enemy. Mm-hmm. And then King Shark kind of looks like he can, you know, like jump. Just big jump, if that makes any sense as well. Yeah. Like jump onto roofs and stuff. Yeah. Picture like a Hulk, basically. Mm-hmm. And then as far as weapons go, Harley Quinn. It looks actually before I get into this, it looks like they each have some sort, two kind of weapons basically. Harley Quinn, she has a baseball bat and explosives. It looks like. I remember you weren't too big a fan of that. I've I've grown on it. All right. I and think I think I need to see. I think I need to see like uh, gameplay. gameplay before I decide who I'm gonna play as. Mm-hmm. Presumably she yeah. can hit explosives with the baseball bat, kind of like a baseball. But then Deadshot, That's what I wasn't a fan of, yeah. Ah. Uh, because that doesn't seem practical to me. But like I said, I, I want to see how it's used in the gameplay. Deadshot, he has his uh, trademark wrist-mounted guns, which would be yeah. interesting. And then some type of assault rifle or a sniper rifle, one of the two. He has an arsenal of weapons and comics and stuff, so didn't really get too good of a look at that. Captain Boomerang, like I said, he has his boomerangs, which is his namesake, pretty much. And what looked like a sawed-off shotgun, which would be interesting to see. And then King Shark. I wrote minigun in my notes, but that was because I didn't get a good look at it the first time. After rewatching it, I realized it's more like a LMG. Kind of. You've seen the gameplay trailer, so Hunter, back me up here. Right. I, I think you're right about the minigun. I think it just I think it's just uh are you are you saying because the size of it? You think it's uh, an LMG? Yeah. Because I think he's just so big that mm-hmm. it looks All like right. an LMG. We'll see. I think it is a minigun though. And then his other weapon at first, I wrote just brute strength users King Shark, but then I got to watching it more, and also they were talking about it after. It looks like he has twin cleavers, because they were mentioned. 
And those are the four characters with their movement and kind of weapons. Mm-hmm. The story for the game is that in the cinematic trailer, we see that Superman has gone rogue and presumably the rest of the Justice League as well. And around his eyes, you could kind of see purplish in color. So, and you can also see Brainiac's shit in the background, or one of them. So, presumably, Brainiac is the one behind this, controlling them. He has kind of just taken over the Justice League, pretty much. And is controlling yeah. all the members. And then... Yeah. Oh, uh, King Shark is a Will Arnett fan. Of course. Yeah, because when they were talking about it, he was the person kind of just interviewing them and asking questions. They all like Will Arnett, which is understandable. King Shard, more so. But mm-hmm. In the game, the entire squad gets a full pardon for completing this. Uh, it looks like everyone argues over who the leader is, but Boomerang doesn't appear to. And then they talked about Will Arnett maybe making a cameo as an NPC. Which would be interesting to see. The cinematic trailer and what we saw, it takes place in Metropolis. And that was the main location that I heard being mentioned. So maybe it all takes place in Metropolis. But if it doesn't, that would also make sense. Yeah. I can see both ways making sense. Because Brainiac is more so a Superman villain. Because he was created by Kryptonians and stuff. So if he kind of had all of the Justice League members show up in Metropolis where what I'm guessing the main assault took place at in Superman, that would make sense. But if it doesn't, then presumably each level would be like in each member's home territory, kind of. So Flash would be Central City, Superman, Metropolis, things like that. Right. It's one to four player co-op, which is the four characters, but it can be played single player and the unoccupied characters will be filled in by bots. So you, there will be four people on your team at all times, yourself included. So you can play it by yourself with one friend, two friends, three friends, either way. It comes out sometime in 2022. Yeah, I didn't like that. That was my part of the trailer that I didn't like. Because you have to wait for it. Um, so that's definitely mm-hmm. high up on still. You're to, cutting out a bit. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. You cut out completely for me. So I don't know what's going on. When did I cut out completely? Just like a couple of minutes ago, and it was on my end because it was still recording fine on my laptop. All right. And so then, I, I don't know if it gets if it gets too bad. Just re-record or something. I don't know. But I don't have this in my notes, and it's been a minute since I've seen the trailer. But in it, they kind of didn't know that Superman was who they were taking down until he kind of showed up, and they assumed he was saving a pilot from a helicopter that was crashing. But then they kind of yeah, saw him laser disintegrated. Not necessarily disintegrated, but you know, use his uh, 
heat vision to kind of just melt his brain. Then they're like, I think that's who we're fighting. Which is going to be interesting. Because if I remember correctly, Superman really only has three weaknesses, which is kryptonite, magic, and the red sun. Right. I I'm I'm super excited to find out more about the story for this because yeah. there was a lot in that trailer that wasn't explained. I am assuming that either Superman or Brainiac will be the final boss of the game. I I would just that too because it yeah. I think uh I think you probably meet him early on. Who Brainiac or Superman? And then uh, it's back later. I don't know what you're saying. Am I cutting out or? Is... Yeah, you're cutting out. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause the podcast real quick. Yeah, so I'm we cut out again. Sorry. So I'm uh I'm thinking that Superman. You're gonna fight Superman early on in the game, and then uh you'll come back and he'll be like the final boss. You'll lose to him and then he'll be like the final boss. Mm-hmm. Well, I can see That's you having to fight him without kryptonite or magic or anything like that. Is if kind of mm-hmm. you just have to pummel him until Brainiac's not controlling him anymore. But it'll be interesting yeah. to see. I do think Brainiac, that's who my money is on for the final boss. I don't know about you. I'd say Superman. Mm. Because they've hyped him up so much. Mm -hmm. Maybe like the next to last. Because after seeing the trailer, like you saw Brainiac shit in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you fight them both. Maybe it's like a kind of once you fight, you fight Superman for part of it, then you fight Brainiac. And then Brainiac's like, man. That hurts. I'm going to like rest for a minute and then sends in Superman to fight. Kind of maybe it'll be something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm super excited for this game, obviously, because it's Suicide Squad. Uh, You want to move on? Yeah. Okay. So the last few topics. VR Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell games are coming. Uh, all that we really know is it was announced during the Facebook Connect. Uh, it's, I assume it's going to be an Oculus exclusive. Because it was... I mean, they haven't announced it for anything other than Oculus. I am curious to see how they're going to do the Assassin's Creed. Is it going to be someone we are, like an assassin we're already familiar with? Or is it going to be someone new yeah i don't know so the best point of reference that i think we have is like the portable games Mm -hmm. so you know there was like a psp game uh that was based on the first assassin's creed so it was altair um that was what bloodlines was that what it was called i don't know um but just through the nature of VR games, I would, if I had to guess, I would say it's 
something completely new where it's not really a new character. Mm -hmm. Because VR games typically, unless they're like really well-established characters, they don't typically have real characters because it's supposed to be immersive. So you're supposed to feel like you're in that universe. I get you. So what, if I had to guess what it would be about, it would, I would assume that it's like, you're a, a new recruit joining the brotherhood. In what time period? Cause I mean, that's the question. Might make sense. Cause if it wants you to be immersive and kind of just says new recruit, Modern day might make sense, kind of avoiding enemy gunfire and everything. So you have a point with that, but the Assassin's Creed games aren't really like there were there's there are modern day elements to them, but they're mainly focused on the historical time periods. And I I would argue I would argue that it would be even more interesting in VR to be sucked into a completely different time period. Into an animus? Yeah. All right. I get Which, that. you know, that's pretty much what an animus is, is a VR, but Except like much more immersive. Hun- yeah, a hundred years into the future of VR, but yes. I can see arguments being made for both because the argument with going into the animus, yeah, it'd be more immersive for an older time period and everything, but also at the same time. It would be interesting if it was in the present day because we haven't really had a game centered around the present day. It's kind of just Desmond Miles who was in. The well, there's one. probably a reason for that, though. Yeah. Arguments can be made for both, so we're gonna have to wait and see. Either way, yeah. I'm excited for it to come out, even though I probably won't be able to play it. But eh. so, um, Splinter Cell. Do you do you play a Sam Fisher or not? That's the question. I don't think you do. I think it's just like a side thing where you join the third echelon. Mm-hmm. But kind of like Assassin's Creed, you join the Brotherhood. And uh, all that entails. So it's just stealth missions in VR with the third echelon. Uh but you aren't playing as Sam Fisher because Sam Fisher's a more fleshed out character. Indeed. So. That that's my thoughts on it. That's all that we know really. In reality, we're just gonna have to wait and see. What we're saying now is all just speculation and guesses. Yeah. Uh, Ubisoft has produced an Assassin's Creed VR game in the past. Not really of an Assassin's Creed game. It's actually an escape room. Uh, it, uh, which I'm just now finding out about this. Apparently, there you can play them at a hundred different locations around the world. Uh. The first was called Escape the Lost Pyramid, which tied in with Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, then there's one that's set in a cave on the shores of ancient Greece, obviously tied in with Odyssey. Uh, either two or four players are locked together and have to team up to face a variety of challenges to get out. So You can't just play this at home because there are... Uh, 
specific gadgets and gizmos that you have to use. It'll but be interesting. They they have had. I'm just saying that they have had Assassin's Creed VR in the past. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, then Mario's 35th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, the collection was announced for uh, Switch. Super Mario. Are you gonna get this? I'm gonna yeah. try, even though, like files and stuff for it have been leaked, and they're kind of just emulators. Yeah, but I mean, I agree. I'm still gonna try to get it. Um, not. Is it sixty? It's sixty dollars, right? Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, if it was forty, maybe, mm-hmm. or like if they would release it, like the three games on the eShop or yeah. not eShop. Yeah, the eShop. Um, maybe. Mm-hmm. But you know, there there are better, cheaper ways to play those games on emulators. Something I think will be interesting to see with it, though, is uh. Actually, before we get into this, if you don't know, the three games being remastered for it are not remastered, emulated, whatever you want to say. Either works, I guess. But the three games are Super Mario 64, and then Super Mario Sunshine, and then Super Mario Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Super Mario Galaxy was released on the Wii, so motion controls, well, they weren't necessarily a huge part. They did play some part, you know? Yeah, I think that's actually the only thing that they've really changed. In the games. It'll be a little interesting to see how they've changed that up for the Switch. Yeah, I don't think... I think you can play the whole game without using the motion controls. But, okay, yeah. It says this time you're able to move the reticle around the screen thanks to gyroscopic sensors. But effectively, it feels the same as it did when you aimed with the Wii Remote. Okay. Remember so talking about how Super Mario Galaxy 2 isn't on there, which some of them were confused about, some weren't. Just depends on who you ask, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yawn. Um, so yeah, I if it gets cheaper, I might get it. Is it a just because I think it would be a cool thing to have? Yeah, that's why I don't think it's going to get cheaper. I'm, so, is I'm just going to we'll show up to GameStop after school on Friday, and if they have a copy, I'm going to try to get it. If they don't, then I'm just not going to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the last thing uh, that we're going to talk about today is the Borderlands 3 DLC. You're going to have to talk about it because I don't know anything about it. I haven't played it yet. All I know is that it kind of... Takes, this is all I've seen from Gearbox and stuff, and 2K and the Instagram. Yeah. Uh, it has to do with Krieg, which we haven't really seen anything of in Borderlands 3. Now, you don't see him, but you can find pieces of him on one of the maps in a cave or just scattered around the map. I'm not sure. Maybe just the planet. I can't remember, which it's been a minute since I've gone through and beaten it, but you can find echo recordings of Creed. And for those of you who don't know, he's a psycho, but he wasn't a psycho by choice. He was a sane man, but then 
I think he was kind of tortured and stuff and made into a psycho. I can't remember all this off the top of my head at the moment. So he has like his calm, normal self in his mind. And his calm, normal self is just watching psycho him control his body and do everything. And the reason why they were in the cave is they're trying to get better control over that, come to an agreement or something. And yeah, he also has a crush on Maya that was established. Who does it? Maya's dead. Hunter, Maya's dead. Don't know if you know that, but if Uh, I'm not mistaken. Well, my condolences. Hunter, that happens like a third into the game or something. But to my understanding, the first game? No, the third game. Oh, the third game. Mm-hmm. Okay. She dies after the first uh, vault monster fight. But the games are not from it. I don't think we need to say spoilers. But, anyways, if I'm not mistaken, you're kind of going into the mind of Krieg. I'll have to go through and play it soon. Mm-hmm. Get back on that. But I'm a big Borderlands fan, so I'll definitely be playing it at some point. All right. Well, uh, I think that about finishes up the episode. Unless you have anything else that you want to say. Not that I can think of, no. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Thanks for listening. Um, Share us, because uh, we would like that. Um, Only if you liked us. If you like us, then share us with your friends, family. And if you don't like us, then do it anyways. Because, like, what are you going to lose? It'll make us happy. You'll make us happy. Hunter, they don't know us. Well, they'll still have the satisfaction. Like, you know, when you hold open a door for an old lady, like, you don't know her, but it probably made her happy. I guess. Yeah, fine. So just make us happy. Um, uh, we, we do have a Twitch channel and a YouTube channel now. I've been sort of streaming on Twitch and uploading like clips from the stream to YouTube. I might upload, uh, excuse me, podcast uh, clips to YouTube. We'll see how that goes. It's more of a promotion tool than anything. But... Yeah, so so check us out on there. Uh, we have a Twitter that, again, is just more of a promotion tool than anything. So follow us on our socials and on our YouTube and on our Twitch. Uh, it should be at GameGuysPod on all three. Well, YouTube is just GameGuysPodcast. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll be back uh, at some point. Two and a half weeks. I don't know when. That's what we're going to we'll shoot try. for. Yeah. Two, two and a half weeks. If not, then whenever the next big game comes out. So, October. Yeah. We'll just have to wait and see. Because we don't want to wait too long in between. Right. Uploading. Right. We'll see you at some point. Thanks for listening. Yep.